Welcome to the One Fall Wrestlecast. One Fall! Hey, we got it. Glorious. <laughs> it's love. All love. That's, the way. That's good stuff. Gentlemen, how are we doing this evening? Not bad. Yourselves? Not bad. Not so bad in you. Yeah, doing good. Doing good. <laughs> Crush some Sandos, boys. Hey, you know, the, the thing is, the, the Steelers won today. Um, they're now 10-0. and 0. Uh, Shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers, huh? It's a good year <laughs> to be a Steelers fan. I'm really super excited. Um, they could not win the Super Bowl, and I would have had a great, great season. So, wonderful, wonderful. Because Pittsburgh is better than you. Unless you're in Pittsburgh. And then, yeah. congrats. And then we, all, we already know. You guys count. You count as Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, well, thanks, I mean, I, 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 I work in Pittsburgh, so. I mean, I'm here. I live here. There's that. So, uh, lot going on this week. Lot going on this week. Yeah, interesting stuff. A little bit of drama. Interesting week. Yeah. Interesting mm-hmm. week. Survivor you know Series. Interesting is a good word for it. Survivor you know, Series is happening right now as we speak. It, it, it is happening right now. I actually watched the first two matches before we came down to record. I didn't. Um, Are they any good? Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, Survivor Series with, is always like they led with the men's really five strong on five sell. Match. Just a, yeah, um, <laughs> that opened. Okay, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah, uh, it was it was it 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 was a match. Yeah, um, the five yeah. on five is never gonna be. You know, something that's the whole point of Survivor for. Series, though. That's the like. Uh, anyway, I prefer Elimination Chamber. If we're talking about gimmicky Elimination Survival doohickeys, Elimination Chamber so much better. I like Elimination Chamber. I just like yeah, the chambers. I mean, the chambers are good. It always end, it always ends up with like good drama and like, oh man, last year when Shayna Baszler killed everybody, ha, ha, oh man, that was, that was fun. That was my favorite thing. Wow, she picked up Liv Morgan and smashed her into that cage. Ah, oh, I was like, oh, she died. And then she did die. And it was like, then she went away. And it was, she was like, I gotta come back as the new Liv Morgan because Shayna killed her. Anyway, that's what I prefer. And then they did nothing with Shayna Baszler. And then or Liv Morgan for that effect. It, it's the riot. They're back to being the riot squad, but they fired yeah, Sarah yeah, Logan. Yeah, yeah. It's come full circle, basically, and now she's kind of <laughs> got some different eye makeup going on. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That's the new Liv Morgan. But, some... do, guys, do you want to know what I found most interesting this week? Yes. Ray Mysterio got his eye back. He did. Oh, I Ooh. saw that. Yeah, what happened? We're having a good time. Miracles. They're not even done fighting with Seth Rollins, and he has an eye again. Oh, dude, the Buddy Murphy's thing, it, it, it just, it was doing really well, and then it just took a turn, and it went. That's only because Ray got his eye back. That was, you know what, you know what, I don't hate that. I, I don't hate it. I didn't hate this week's segment. Seth was vicious this week, okay? Because right, he's getting ready to take some time off. At, yeah, absolutely. He is getting ready. Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, it's next month, he's is it not? Yeah. Things to do. He's got He's got dad to do. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm excited for him to uh, 
to to peter off into the sunset for a little while because honestly seth seth put put the he put the product on his shoulders and ran with it as hard as he could uh so in a in a real in a real life sentiment for seth good for him for for colby well, i don't remember what his last name is lopez colby lopez that's right for colby lopez um Dude put the product on his back and ran with it, and he ran hard with it, and he did the absolute best that he could with everything he was given, and truth be told, dude puts on some of the best matches still, period, all the time, and uh, even, so congratulations to him and to Becky, about to be parents, they both deserve the time off, and for sure, uh, for sure. And, and, and mm-hmm. on a personal, Thanks, on a personal level, um, I, I could not be happy. It makes me very, it's, it's one of those like joyous things. It makes me really happy. It makes me happy. Yeah, we're going to have them. a little Becky Rollins running around. Little Becky Rollins. Who, <laughs> Becky who, Rollins. who isn't excited for a little Becky Rollins? That kid's going to be good as hell at wrestling. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Don't tell me that kid ain't going to be the, the best wrestler of all time when it grows up or a painter or something. I don't know. But still, that kid's going to be good as hell. Um, and couldn't have better jeans, right? Guess got the baby got them good jeans anyway. Um, and they're both very handsome people. It's gonna be a good looking kid, yeah, right? yeah, because he's clear like Lopez, he's clearly like not Irish. Um, and Becky is very Irish, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so either that uh, or it's gonna come out ugly as sin. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, look, these things can go. Well, Bray Wyatt can take a turn too. So whatever. All I know is I made a very attractive child, and I mean, I am just. Uh, well, you're a beautiful man. I don't want to hear it from you. Look at how oh. not gray your beard is. I'm, I'm impressed. My beard is black and gray, black and silver. I'm like a freaking. Mine went little, away. Little... I couldn't yeah. do it with the mask any longer. It, it kind of gets itchy under the mask, and eh. yeah, I'm 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 good. I don't have to wear it like. For more than like however long I spend in Target, so it's it's fine. Yeah, I use uh I use those neck gaiters so like I can just bring the whole thing up. And... Really, I feel like those were yeah. less comfortable. I love it. Good for her. Good for <laughs> them. Um, I I feel like John Moxley is going to be a terrible father, but you know what? I feel like Renee Young's good at everything, so she'll be a good mom. <laughs> That's where I am on that. <clears throat> so, guys, something that I I, I feel like can't go on a dress before we get into today's topic um have you guys seen that sasha banks had made a statement to bleacher report saying that she was more recognizable than drew mcintyre and roman reigns and that she was the true face of wwe Uh, she was just in the mandalorian i popped real hard did you not did you guys do you guys watch star wars fans watch mando i haven't watched mandalorian at all no all right, so she was. I, she first was I haven't seen this season. In the, like, not the one. Where, this is Sunday, not the one that happened this Friday, but last Friday's episode because they only drop them on Fridays. Um, she was one of the Mandalorians. I'm not going to get too deep in this, but she was like one of the other Mandalorians that the Mandalorian who the show is about. Uh, he was looking for Mandalorians and he found them but they weren't part of the sect of Mandalorians that he was a part of, but they all kind of got together. But Sasha was a Mandalorian and she looked awesome. Like she didn't have the blue hair. So at first I was like, is that so? And then she talked and I'm like, that's Sasha Banks. Oh my God. And so I popped real hard. 
and Sasha was in Mando, and uh, that makes me real happy. So uh, maybe, truth be told, maybe she's the face. I do love Sasha. Mm. I love I love Sasha Banks. Look, I loves me some <laughs> Sasha Banks, and I feel like that whole like laying down, running away was sort of just a ruse to go film some stuff. So that's how I'm feeling now. And I do loves me some Sasha Banks. I have no comment. And oh. <laughs> you're over here looking at me like, oh, Derek, that's the point of this. You're supposed to be like, no, Tom, you're an idiot. Oh, Sasha you guys sucks. Know she sucks. She's terrible. She is. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not. I'm not believing the. <sighs> she's a big baby. No, she's not. She's not the face. You're right. <laughs> I was trying to get you worked up, and you're like, no. She changed her dance. I, I did notice that, that she, she's yeah, changed she the boss dance. She has changed the boss dance. It's a uh, little more sensual we'll go with, huh? Yeah. A little risque. Well, yes. you, I, I, I feel like that's what Fridays are all about. That's a fair statement. That's a fair statement. So Friday nights are all about. <clears throat> Um, and I have one more question too. Like, what what's up with Adam Pierce all of a sudden being the official? He's got a catchphrase now. Like, what what are we doing here? Why can't we just have like a real commissioner if this is the way we're gonna go? I'm glad that and I'm not that, the only one that was thinking that because and that is official. Like. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys on that. I don't it's it all seems very like it happens and it's like, well that feels forced. And uh when it feels like it just randomly happened, like it wasn't really explained, it was just, you know. Well, I I feel like it just randomly happened so that like they didn't it cuz if they explained it and then it didn't work and they just like pushed it under the under the rug and like it yeah, never, happened never happened again. Never mind. I I feel like that's we're on the track for that though. To, for it to just be like, eh, we tried. Yeah. <laughs> I, th I think move that's along. it. Yeah, move along. But we'll see. I don't know. They'll have to explain it eventually, right? Uh, I mean, they kind of, kind of did like early on, like months ago when he first like started coming around. But I don't know. He's like, a, does that really count? Though I feel like Vince that was McMahon's assistant, and then like Vince is like, I need you to get these signatures, pal. And he like shows up at the. The Firefly Funhouse, and it, I don't know. I, I don't know. We're really glad that you're our friend. How good is that, Ben? <laughs> Amazing. Dude, it's, look, it look, has gone so much further than I ever look, expected. Look, the, the, addition, the addition of Alexa Bliss to that is so much money that I can't even, like... I didn't... If you would have asked me a year ago, whenever The Fiend debuted, hey, do you want to put Alexa Bliss into this? I'd have been like, I don't know if that makes any sense. That's kind of dumb. But now that it's happened, I am like, just feed me more of that. That's just yes, give please. me that. Like, give it its own show. Like, if that was like its own half hour program on the network every week, I would watch it every week. <laughs> like, it's like Miz and Mrs. with, <laughs> with the right. that, that's where I that's where I am right now with that. I would I would watch that. Like, just feed it to me more. I want that. Just give it and, and, them them. Can can I, I'm just gonna say it. I'm ready for Miz to be the WWE champion. You know, the more I think about I it, I just 
I, I wouldn't mind it. If if he if he comes out because now he's got the he's got the he's got the briefcase, uh, I wouldn't hate it honestly. If it happened, I'd be like, no, nah, that like like if just like so after a McIntyre like hard one match, if like Morrison comes out and beats the hell out of McIntyre with a chair, and then Miz comes out and gives him the thing and says, "Ring the bell," and ding ding ding, and just one two three. Honestly, I would be into that because then McIntyre could chase those two around for like a month or two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they can chicken shit it for a and, while. And they can do it in a in like a what's next? What comes in December? Oh, what is it? No way out? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, maybe is it no way out? Yeah, anyway, nothing. whatever happens no. in whatever happens in December, it's either that or like. Uh, I, it's one of those I ones know. that I think changes often enough in your yeah, house. Whatever. That's what it is. It's in your house, yeah. So but, since since we are watching it now and we uh, we don't actually know what's going on, I'm gonna make a little prediction that he's gonna tease the cash in tonight, but I don't think he's actually gonna get through with it. Well, I did watch the pre-show before we came down here, and he was in the pre-show mm-hmm. battle royal. It, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't see it happening for a while. Oh, it's no, it's TLC. Oh, nice. It's TLC. Nice. Could be a ladder I'm match. I'm okay with that gimmicky. That that uh, gimmicky paper. So, sure. so so theoretically, if Miz cashes in at some point tonight on Drew after you know getting beat by because Roman's gonna beat Drew, right? We're not I I would imagine that he's gonna have to, but yeah, that would be my some assumption. of those promos and him saying that you're the secondary champion. Oof. You're my favorite number two. Oof. That's what he said, right? He said you're my favorite number two. Yeah, that was good. That was good on Friday. <laughs> I like that. That was my favorite part of Friday. Um and uh yeah, so I mean, you know, Drew's gonna it's it's gonna be a hard fought want win, right? But then like if Miz shows up and like with Morrison and and takes it off Drew and and then you know they they chicken shit it out for a month and then TLC it could be a ladder match that could be fun yeah it'd be a lot of fun Miz has had some good ladder matches yeah he can do that I I feel like that would be I would I I would like to watch that with my eyeballs I would pay my nine ninety nine a month to watch that I and not be upset. No, and I would let you pay your nine ninety nine a month for me to watch it. My eyeballs would enjoy it. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. So what's the show about today? I don't know. Where, where uh, are we? Uh, whatever. We're just kind of <laughs> after it. Um. So here's my big question. Tom, what was your favorite match this week? Walt, I'm glad you asked me. See how I had the pen? Anyway, yeah. um, glad you asked me. Wait, I need a new. I'm game bringing in props now. I like it. Well, I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Bingo. Anyway, so um, God, I don't know if I want to be the first one because I've got like honorable mentions. Um, all right, so we're gonna honor. Uh, sorry, sorry if I step on anybody's toes, but I'm doing it. All right, honorable mention uh, number one, or not number one. First honorable mention on NXT. Uh, oh, and I'm, I'm really so I didn't watch AEW this week. So if Joey Janela showed up and put on like a five star match 
Um, I'm I'm sorry that I missed it. I really am. Uh, you guys know how much I love me some Joey Janela, but I didn't watch uh, AEW this week. So if I missed it, and a if that did happen, you can tweet us at one fall one underscore fall WC, and Tom will be happy to engage in that. I will be happy to engage in it. Um, so I'm sorry if I missed that. You know, you should let me go first. So that was my match of the night. Oh, you guys oh, are killing was me. One? I've got oh, nothing man. to talk about. Oh, I buried Derek. Yeah, he fought. My first. Uh... <laughs> my fir- he came I buried him. <laughs> I buried him in my first joke. No, he didn't. <laughs> you liar. Um, Pop fairground. Anyway, yeah. Uh, honorable mention. Yeah, they came back to the fairground round two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, honorable mention for uh, uh, this wasn't really a match, but uh, my favorite segment was uh, Finn Balor came out because he's back after he broke his jaw a bunch, and, and he, anyway. If his when the cat's away, the mice will play. Because I got I love Ballard. Like Ballard could just talk all day, and I'll just listen. I'll be like, Yeah, whatever you say, buddy. When the cat's away, with your Irish accent. Um, but anyway, another Irishman who is also the pride of plum came out, Mr. Pat McAfee, uh, with his entourage, uh, and 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 Chirped at uh, Balor a little bit, which was amazing, by the way. Love Pat McAfee. Love his chirping at anybody. Uh, chirped at Balor. It was great. I'm really uh, into that. I, I was so, uh, what it happened, like, when Balor came out, I'm like, hell yeah, Balor's back. And I was real excited about that. And then Pat McAfee came out. I'm like, this just got turned up to 11. And I really like that, too. Uh, so, And then that all happened. And then the lights went down. And the Undisputed Era came out. And that all happened, and then uh, out comes William Regal and War Games, and I was just like, I-, I knew it was coming, but like I popped real hard because that's what I wanted to see, and that's that's really what I watch on Wednesday for, right? Like that all happened, and like that whole thing. Like if I could have like fantasy booked it, it would I it wouldn't have been any better. There's my darling daughter, um, and okay, so my other honorable mention. This actually was a match. Uh, only for one specific reason. So on Raw, they had Keith Lee, Braun Strowman, Sheamus, and Riddle versus Retribution. And uh, Keith Lee, Braun, and Sheamus, and Riddle are all uh, on the Survivor Series team for Raw. And they had AJ on commentary, which AJ's commentary is fine. Um, he's good enough. It's it's not bad. It's not good. But um, my favorite thing happened in this match, and... I don't know if you guys know what my favorite thing is. My favorite thing is when a big dude picks up another dude and hits a dude with that dude. And Braun picked up T-Bar and like beat the rest of Retribution with him. And that's my favorite thing in wrestling, when a dude picks up a dude and beats another dude with another dude. So that's that was my favorite thing. And that happened if it's T-Bar. Let's, but let's just not forget, though, Retribution won that match. They did win that match, and that was I was going to get to that. And I really enjoyed that they did win that match. There was the roll up on Riddle, who is clearly now about to be buried uh, like a dog, because that's what's going to happen tonight. Riddle's going to lose as well for Raw. Uh, So, uh, R.I.P. Matt Riddle, you lost your first name, and uh, you're going to lose the rest of your wrestling matches. Moving on, Um, but no. uh, In all honesty, the best wrestling match that happened. This week, bro, dude, homie, boys, boys. I've been watching a lot of Letter Kenny, boys. Um, four check, back check, paycheck, boys. Uh, so on Raw, 
And I know I'm talking a lot about Raw because I mean, it was fine. Like it was a good Smack- show this week. It was a great show this week. Uh, it's great show. There we go. Um, SmackDown was really good though too. Um, but there were only like two matches and they were just fine. Um, and uh, so, but on Raw, uh, New Day versus the Hurt Business, uh, Shelty B and Cedric Alexander versus Xavier and Kofi was just mm, mwah, chef's kiss. Oh my god. Mm, loved it. Loved I enjoyed every, it. Loved every single second of it. Uh it was a big missile drop kick from Xavier. I feel like Xavier Woods is so underrated. Um, because he is like God, everything he does looks crisp and clean. Shelton Shelton Benjamin was really in control for a lot of this match, and everything Shelton Benjamin does looks strong, looks controlled, looks just really, really, really good. Um, Kofi sells amazingly. Uh, I think he can. Kofi can get sloppy, but Kofi was on point tonight. Like I feel like it's it's weird with Kofi. Like sometimes there's like a timing issue, um, but not not on Monday. Uh, Kofi was on point. And that match went, I want to say, through two commercial breaks. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but it went a long time. And it was a killer match. And just, I mean, start to finish, it was there were hot tags, and the hot tags looked good. It was just, I mean, it was textbook tag team wrestling with two teams. I mean, Hurt Business, truthfully, Cedric and Shelton aren't really like a tag team. But Shelton Benjamin's been multiple-time tag team champion. He knows what he's doing. Cedric looks great. He, he is great all the time. You could stick him in anywhere, and it just works. Uh, and then New Day, just they know what they're doing. And when when the New Day is hitting on on time, I mean, it's the, it's hard to say that there's anybody better. And that's really why they've held WWE Tag Team Championships for longer than any team ever. Like, they've spent more actual days with the belt than any team in the history of – with any belt – was it like 300 and 500 and some days, something like that? Uh, it's in four. Uh, what is it? I think it's like 458. I mean, it's got to be more wow. than that. I mean, but it's it's in, it's an insane amount of time. Well, I'm just that they had that their one reign that was 458 days of something like that. Um, they beat beat that beat out demolition on that for longest tag team title reign. I mean, and you're right, Tom. I mean, they're they're 10 time tag team champions for a reason. I mean, they're incredible. It was, it, and it doesn't matter whether they're biggies, theirs. It's they're all just so good. And honestly, I think Xavier and Kofi are my favorite too. If we're and the thing put- is, I know that a couple weeks ago we we talked about maybe losing Biggie. What was he going to do? And uh, Tom, I agree with you one million percent. Kofi and and Woods. I mean, they're yeah, was- they can throw down for sure. It was, and it was, honestly, they've, that was my been favorite throwing in, uh, they've been throwing in Big E anywhere, any, ugh, anyway, in there, getting his stuff in with his promos. Um, whenever uh, they were what Friday, yeah, yeah, I think whenever they were on SmackDown earlier, and they, still I mean, he's big, still doing his his intro, yeah. I mean, he's still, I, I think, I don't think that I was worried when they split him up a little bit, I kind of don't care, but like. When they split them up, I was a little bit worried. I'm like, oh, one of them is just going to fall to the side, and they're just going to scrap the whole thing and put them all back together. But like, I feel like they've sort of done the thing where Biggie's still kind of getting a push, and at the same time, like, and he's by himself. But like, you know, obviously Xavier and Kofi are still doing their thing. And I think for Survivor Series, putting them against um, the Street Profits is going to be fun. Um, I don't know that like, 
I don't. I feel like the styles are too, a little too similar. It might just end up being a little bit of a spot fest uh, at Survivor Series, but we'll see. Honestly, yeah. I'm excited for that match. Like that's something that I'd like to see in WWE. You don't see spot fest in WWE very, very often. That's true. Not I mean, in the traditional sense, you know. So that's true. I, I just may have been watered down on it a little bit. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, compared to anyway. what we have over on uh, TBS, that'll probably be the case. On AEW. Hey, so listen, guys. I wanted to make this point. You guys took a week off. I took a week off from all things wrestling. I think we all maybe watched a little snippet here and there. And Derek, we know you watched AEW. Um, what up, much? But... I was like really refreshed to watch wrestling this week. I feel it. And help the shows didn't suck too. Yes. And like some <laughs> of the some of the video packages, I was like, you know, that they how they put them together, it's like, yeah, this is awesome. And then Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio come to the ring with Murphy, and I just went, You didn't like that? Nope. Ah. Uh. Tired of it, it. Huh? Didn't do it for me. It's over for you, huh? Didn't do it for me. They're just I'm waiting just... for Becky to pop, bro. I mean, that him and Rollins had a good match. It was fun. I like the buddy one. It was fun. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's gotta be is, it. Did he? Did he get over? Like, did he get over big because he pinned Seth Rollins? I mean, I felt like it was a big deal. Okay, so another thing that I noticed that I don't want to step on anybody's toes because after this ask somebody else but um it's really very noticeable especially if you go like so i i kind of wrote down matches that i thought i really liked and then like went back and like rewatched the youtube clips of them it is shocking how much better the commentary on fridays is compared to mondays it's it, and i'm not a michael cole fan i am a Corey graves fan pittsburgh original Corey graves fan um but uh so yeah, on Fridays, it's just the commentary is so much better because as much as I think Tom Phillips is better than Vic Joseph, um, Tom Phillips is not good. Um, and who's with Tom Phillips? I don't even know. Samoa Joe and uh, Byron Saxton. So Yeah, Byron sucks. And Samoa Joe's fine, but I feel like Samoa Joe doesn't talk as much as he used to. Samoa Joe always has the best line of Monday, but like, he's clearly not, he's like the other color commentator and he's like, not, I don't know. I I'm done with Samojo. not done, but like if Samojo goes back to wrestling, I'll like that better than him being on color, like second color commentary. I'm ready for a Samojo run. Why did he get relegated to the desk anyway? I mean, was he there for an injury? Is that how this all started? It's kind of been a while now. It, it was it was more than just an injury. It was like sort of many, many, many injuries. And like it was time was for a break. But yeah. he had some concussion issues, and then he broke his hand, and like all, all kinds of crazy stuff. It, it was mm-hmm. he was hurt. He was hurt something like eight times within within eight months, or like ten months or something. And it was just it it, it was just an amount of time where like he couldn't build any momentum because any t- like every third match he was getting hurt, and he was out for like. A, a few weeks so it was like really hard to build anything with him so they're like well let's just let you talk because you're good at that too and 
I feel like at first that was really good, but like now I'm sort of, especially on like the good matches, like he can really add a lot to matches that suck. And so when Raw was like really bad, he would be like the shiny example of like, oh, I will watch Raw to listen to what Samoa Joe has to say. But like when Raw is good, Samoa Joe's quiet. Yeah. Hmm. Derek, what about you? What was your favorite match of the week, pal? Well, um, I guess I'm going to go with something off of AEW, but you guys haven't really even, or you guys haven't watched it, it sounds like. So, well, tell us. I don't know how much we can really debate it. Uh, Tell us about it. (laughs) So, there was a uh, pretty decent women's match, a little Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb. uh, Oh, I do want to watch that. Yeah, it was for the NWA title. I do want to watch that. And that probably is the best match. That was a straight up. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah, actually it was. <laughs> but I Yeah, but I heard uh Dr. Britt, I, honestly AEW I, was more What's up? I heard uh Dr. Britt kind of kind of might have ruined that for everybody though. Yeah, her uh what is her little crony's name? Rita? Uh Reba, whatever it is. Rebel. Yeah, Rebel. She it depends out. on whatever Whatever Dr. Britt wants to call her on that that particular day, pal. <laughs> yeah, she also, came out. Also and, a uh, Pittsburgh original. It looks like it's going to be a little Britt Baker Thunder Rosa matchup coming up soon. So that could Rosa. be good. Thunder Rosa is yeah. going to carry that match, bro, boys. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Britt Baker's probably going to have another bloody nose before this is all over. That was good. That was the best. That's the most memorable thing she's done. Dude, that was like, great, actually. And I, I mean, obviously, phenomenal. it was just random, but that was that was great that that actually happened. That was good. But good yeah, um, awesome little wrestling match we had there. It's it's nice to see the the NWA's title still being represented on there. Um, I'm surprised that this has been a continuing thing, especially since we have our own AEW women's division. Uh. It so, sucks though. Well, but they're running concurrent belts. It's kind of, kind of odd that we have. It's because she does trash, Derek. I don't hate her as much as Walt does. She's right? trash. God. She's a dumpster fire. She needs to go See, back to Japan. I wasn't. I bet as- you she's good in Japan. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Meltzer gives her seven star matches. Really good in Japan. It's like, uh, okay, was it, is cool. it like Kenny Omega was good in Japan? It's uh, like, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's probably, probably really good in Japan. Japan. He's got dancers now with brooms. What are you doing? I was good in Japan, <laughs> damn it. What the fuck? I, I'm not even going in on that. Anyway, one. no, I want to hear what Derek has to say about Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa because I like both of them. And I really like Thunder Rosa's gimmick. That gimmick with the yeah. with the Dio de los, that 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 to me is like mwah, chef's kiss. Yes, there, and there yeah, was nothing she, better than whenever Animal Animal had passed away and she worked his, you know, his gimmick into her gimmick. I thought that was a real classy move, man. She's okay in my book. Honestly, she's Road made a huge impression because I didn't even know who she was until I started seeing her on here, and yeah, it's been good stuff. Um, NW, NWA power was real strong. I don't know if it's still good, but it was real good like five, six months ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. It's still a uh, YouTube show, right? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. That was where it came back at the end of October, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's so they don't have the like limited studio audience anymore. It's just not. It's 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 reboot has been iffy, iffy. So pretty much Billy Corgan's just trying to get his way onto AEW. It sucks. They did. They made all the wrong. They started out real strong, and then they made all the wrong moves, and it's been. Yeah. I see. I see. So, a segment other than that, you guys probably maybe seen the news. I don't know. Uh, looks like Dean Ambrose is going to be a daddy. John Moxley, Dean Ambrose. I did see that. I like. I yeah. actually. That's that's the only thing I watched on AEW was his promo, which I thought was confusing. Because he kept like trying to like make uh, we're the good guys kind of like a tagline, and it didn't seem to fit in what he was talking about is like being a dad and like talking to his dad after he got out of jail. Like obviously you go to jail, like you you did something wrong. I don't know what you did. Maybe you like broke a bench in a park or whatever. So edgy, um, but he's edgy. Yeah. But I no good for him because uh, I think his wife is 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 a treasure. Uh, I think that she is. Uh, she was for the longest time one of the best parts of WWE for me because whether it was backstage interviews or just on commentary, I thought Renee Young was phenomenal every time, and uh, she was the only one really that could hang uh, with it. And her addition to uh, Corey Graves and Michael Cole on Monday Night Raw, I thought was was really good um, until they sort of relegated her. And even like that 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 segment she had on the the Fox One. Uh, I, that show that she had, I thought that was good too. And so I think, I think Renee Young's really good. Uh, Renee Paquette. So for me, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to piggyback off of Tom here a little bit. Um, I, I had an honorable mention as well. Um, for Arturo Huas and Kushida on NXT on Wednesday night was my honorable mention. Kushida sucks. Listen, I, I'm starting to kind of get behind his gimmick a little bit. Like, you know, the whole Marty McFly thing. I thought it was cheesy as shit whenever I first like saw it, but he does it well, you know. But for me, that match, it, it was real technical. It was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I think it's going to, I think Arturo Huas has a lot of potential here moving forward as that like technical mat guy. I like a good technical match from time to time. It was better than most Kushida matches. I'll give you that. So like the, and I think that it was probably the technical piece of it, you know, and he ain't got that. It gave it a different feel. The thing that I didn't like though, was, you know, I feel like if you get a technical wrestling match in a 2020 show, it's gotta be a standalone thing. And then like two segments later, we got Thatcher who's another technical guy that's out there doing another technical wrestling match. And it just, uh, it was too much, too much for one show, too much for one show. But my favorite match of the week was another NXT match. And it was Tony storm and Ember moon versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I'm glad I didn't mention this one. Cause I almost did. Uh, I'm actually shocked that you didn't. I um, was close. I had it on there, and I was like, no, no, no. Let me mention the raw stuff. But 
I really enjoyed that match. Uh, Tony Storm is the type of talent that's going to just get 16 rockets attached to her and just sent straight to the moon and back. I like, love she Tony is, Storm. She is everything that Vince McMahon loves in a female performer. You know, he he's well noted as saying, I want athletic 10s. And she is an athletic 10 and she can go like she and let's let's talk about the 10 piece of it. Like I didn't notice this until Wednesday. Like she is thick in all the right places. How did you not notice that till Wednesday? Uh, that's like the first thing you, you notice. I don't know how I never noticed it until Wednesday. I really don't like I'm sitting here and I'm watching it and I went. Wow. Right. Wow. Right. And like it never yeah. dawned on me. I'd always work. known that like she was good, you know, and, and she had a good work rate, but I'd never looked at her and been. It, it, it's the just, only word, bro. Wow. You're such a gentleman. But she is, though. If you think about it, she's the type of female talent that Vince McMahon clamors over. She's going to get pushed straight to the moon and beyond. And she's going to be. She might. She has the positive, in my opinion, looking at her body of work right now that we have in front of us. If she goes to the main roster, she could get pushed into being a legendary type woman, just based on what she has to offer right now. She needs that moment, though. If if she gets the moment, she needs the moment like Becky Lynch had when uh, when her nose got broken with the blood, yeah. and the, she needs that moment, or she needs. I mean, God, sure. It, the other thing she there's would just need to a be l- with, there's a lot of blonde, you know, athletic tens other, right now. The other thing she would uh, need, yeah, I don't know, is that she, she uses that, charisma. She does, but she would need to also have that sense of like everybody has their best match with. So everybody has their best match with Charlotte Flair. You could put anybody with Charlotte Flair, and they will have a great match because whether Charlotte wins or loses, and they fed a lot of people to Charlotte, but even those people. To lose to Charlotte Flair is still like a bump, is like a notch in your belt because that's your best match. Like you lost, but Charlotte made you look good. You, you got moves in on Charlotte, who's been fed everybody. And like, you know, you, you made her sell. She sold for you, and her selling was, ah, and you like, she's huge. So, like, the fact that even you got a little bit over on her is that I don't know that Tony Storm's got that Charlotte Flair thing but i think if she gets that becky lynch moment she'll be that or like that bailey like like she could be the the the, the bailey level she, if she gets the becky lynch moment she could be the becky lynch level i don't think she'll be the charlotte like not only being like the the toppiest tier permanently but also being able to make people because charlotte's that charlotte can make you uh she they did it for ronda rousey right like they put her yeah. with charlotte and it was like mm-hmm. well here you go. And then they put them all together and they stuck Charlotte in that match. It's like, this will make it better. And it did. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I was about that at the time. I remember I mean, like, yeah, no, now we're going to get to a triple too. threat. See, I wasn't, yeah. I actually kind of was like, no, nah, that'll be good. I'll watch that. I'll pay money for that. The only thing I think they botched, and this might've been Rhonda's fault. I think they botched the ending. Uh, but obviously they never returned to that. And we never saw it again in that retrospect. So clearly it was botched. We're supposed to sweep it under the rug, and it's over now. But, no, I agree with you. I love Tony Storm, and that was a good match. I really almost – 
talked about it, but I was like, no, nah, I feel like I really like this New Day match better. And then I didn't want to bring it up in the middle because I thought one of you guys would bring it up, so I'm glad you did. Well, it worked out because I, I was definitely surprised that when when I was going through the my my preparations for the week, I was like, ah, Tom's going to have this one scouted out, and there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to talk about this match. I did. I had it scouted. Um, so that's why I was fortunate enough to have an honorable mention this week because you did not mention my actual favorite match of the week. So, um, uh, one more thing too, uh, Io Shirai going over on Rhea Ripley clean. That was, so that match started real sloppy. And I think it maybe was because you found, we found it after the fact that like Rhea had earrings ripped out early and like they had to like stitch her ear back together so it was like it was a big mess they said that it was they had to pull so much extra skin and stuff trim all that stuff off there to even make it look normal yeah so like i i feel like it started like real like something was wrong right because they're both clearly incredible but like to anybody who's watched watched either of them work it was like like Rhea was hurt, clearly something happened, and she was like off, and like Eo was concerned, and so there was that because I, I mean obviously they share a locker room, they're friends, and then there was like the big show of like friendship at the end, and they got through the match, and truthfully and it wasn't wasn't bad, it wasn't a bad match, it was just off. You could just tell the timing was off. Yeah, it was just, a, and then I guess during a commercial break, uh, Io Shirai took a took a spill outside, and actually they they had to stop the match like in real time. You know what I'm saying? Like to to make sure that she was cleared to to continue through through the doctor. Yeah, I mean, just just unfortunate because that could have been. I mean that that could have been the one for the books, and and I think they had it planned to be that be the one that we were all like. Oh no, that was the one, and we don't need to talk about other matches because that was the match. But like, luckily, they sort of like mucked it up a little bit to the point to where we could let some other things shine. So I have yet to watch this week's NXT, which it sounds like I uh, I probably should have. There's not a lot of uh, matches, but there's a lot of fire. It's a lot more interesting than what went on Wednesday. It sounds like on on the Dynamite side of things. But uh, so, yeah, are you I'm, saying I'm, that? Uh, one of Rhea's gauges got ripped out, like her. Uh, like one of her. Is that what I know? Five. Her extra. Five. It was five. It wasn't one. Oh. It was five. Um, and there was blood. A lot of blood. Yo, how dope was that though? When she finally realized where it was, and she went. Yeah, there was a uh, lot of. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, there was a lot of blood. Um, huh. it was. It was. If you're watching it live, you're like. This is graphic. I don't know. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, but to 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 be fair, um, it was it, it, the the timing was a little bit off because everybody was clearly in a lot of pain. Um, yeah. And yeah. I figure it was. Everybody was. They they were both a little bit wrecked. They did make it through the match, and the match actually was not bad. Um, it 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 ended. the The end was was clean and good. And it was very like to the point, um, and it went despite all of the kerfuffle. It it went pretty long, kerfuffle. right? I mean, it was, yeah, it, it was was 
It was like a 20 minute match. Yeah, it, it went through a commercial or two and was was it just with your went. ear halfway ripped off and yeah, I mean kudos to that. Like that was Ugh. finding out after the fact what they did was tougher than anything any men do generally uh on, on a weekly basis. Um but yeah, kudos to them. But I think we need to talk about the drama boys. That drama, that hip check, back check, paycheck, boys. The drama. What do you guys know about a gentleman named Louis Benson? Oh, Louis, Louis, Louis. So I know that Louis was a uh, extra in some Dark Order BS. Um, I don't know that he was throwing the fake punches, but uh, he, he he was an extra in some of that some of that nonsense. And uh, he worked on AEW because you know they they're on a shoestring budget with a billionaire owner, and uh, he had some he had some stuff to say this week. He did well, have some stuff to say this week. Um, so well, Louis Benson, well, Louis Benson has has come out this week and said that there is some bullying going on behind the scenes at AEW, and that Cody Rhodes may or may not be the cause of it. So, quite the lengthy article by uh, NoDQ.com is what what I believe we read. Um, saying I mean, he is the American nightmare, so you know maybe re- it's releasing it's- releasing a statement saying all of these things um, about how his bosses told him that he couldn't be in the same room um, as Cody because Cody thought he was a stalker fan, and how he wasn't allowed to have. It- Thought he was creepy. They did think he was creepy. <laughs> to be fair, he's kind of creepy. Uh, a little bit. He definitely looked a little creepy. Uh, the meme that Derek sent in the group message was hysterical, by the way. Um, <laughs> and uh, Derek, Derek will have to go like ahead. My and share only that communication on of the week. <laughs> so my, if you want to see Xbox that meme, finally Derek's caught up this week. Derek, Derek shared it on uh, on the Twitter machine, so you can probably check that out. Um, yeah, but yeah, all, the the Twitter, though. by the way. All, all that aside, um, I mean, these are some pretty big time claims against Cody Rhodes and AEW. Um, and it's definitely not put AEW in the best light this week with all of this drama and, um, dare I say, scandal. Scandalous. Especially, especially while Joe Janela's out. How can Damn, they we have Joey Janela? How can they deal with all this without Joey Janela? Um, I, 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 he and Louie are probably the same person. They're not. Louis a Louis a fat dude, um, with not really bushy hair. Oh, can I talk about this first? Because I yeah, have. Uh, listen, uh, here, here's, and I was actually going to throw to you first, pal, because I, I want to know, like. What 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 do you think about this? Like, is can we believe that this is real? Yes. Okay. Great question. So, AEW, the start of AEW, they got real high on their horse about not being like Vince, right? Not being like Vince McMahon. It's not just business, pal. This is a family, right? They're the nightmare family. This is a family. 
Well, I mean, you know, considering wrestlers, I feel like thus far they've kind of been that way a little bit, although they are quick to drop anybody who has some like extra problems, you know, whatever. That's fine. I I feel like, you know, you find out that like the British dude, you know, might fight your announcer and kind of, uh, you know, maybe rapes women on the side, you know, Jimmy Havoc. F him, whatever. Um, you know, dropped him pretty quick because of that. So that's fine, I guess. But then now you find out that like they're kind of shitty to producers. Um, and I get that from a guy who's like a WWE guy who was a WWE guy who like producers are probably shitty to him, right? And to kind of throw back full circle and just be like, well, we're gonna be good to the boys. But hey, Mr. Producer Guy, you're the dirt between my toes. You are the shit between my asshole. And it's like, wait, bud, do you not wipe? Um, so no, AEW doesn't wipe, clearly. And uh, I mean, that's why Joey's still there, right? Woo! Um, but this does shock me. And in any stretch of the imagination where we're talking about like, you know, AEW being a business versus a family. Look, it's they're going to follow that old school, that old school stuff. And this is just the like the first thing. And there'll be more of this. There'll be plenty more of guys who were AEW guys who now aren't AEW guys who were treated poorly by aw either by cody probably by cody like i feel like the bucks don't deal with anything ever like cody's probably like the guy uh jericho is sort of some sort of like specter of like he'll get his way and come in and and be a nuisance sometimes business wise but then he'll go away so it's sort of like a guy you don't really have to worry about it's just a guy like you sort of have to like not get on his bad side so that when his specter floats in, you don't have to like deal with it. Um, Truthfully, it's probably Tony Khan that you have to be on the good side of, and you have to get to that point to be on his good side. But like, if somebody like uh, Cody Rhodes, who's going to be the most opinionated, look, Cody is clearly one of those guys. If you followed his career, a lot of the guy, a lot of the, a lot of the boys like him. But at the same time, like not the easiest guy to get along with, it seems. And when, if, if he's got some slight with you for whatever reason, he's gonna be nice to you to your face. But like he's he's a ro- like okay, he's grown up as the son of a legend. Like I don't know about you guys. I mean, I do know a little bit because I know you guys. But like, my dad's just a dude not a legend anywhere to anybody. And like, so I didn't have any chip on my shoulder of like, Oh, well, my dad's a big shot. My dad's just a guy. He sells computer part. He sells plastic to computer people to like melt down and make motherboards. So like my dad's just a nice dude. And if you know my dad, you're like, Oh yeah, your dad's a nice dude. But like if your dad is the American dream, dusty roads, and you're just some guys on, YouTube saying, you know, whatever. Nobody knows who my dad is, you know. So 
if your dad is like one of the most, you know, top five legendary dudes of all time, you could ask my wife who doesn't watch wrestling ever say, Rachel, do you know who the American dream Dusty Rhodes is? She'll be like, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. I know that. That makes sense to me. Because, yeah, that's a big deal. So he's got this chip on his shoulder of like, I'm a big deal. And now I own a wrestling company. Hey, that creepy little guy is creepy. And maybe he is creepy. Look, I don't know the dude. He might be a creepy little dude. Um, but that doesn't make him a nice guy. That doesn't make him good at his job. That doesn't make him not good at his job. And that doesn't mean that you can be an asshole to him. And that to me is really the like the crux of all of this, where they were like, we're better than WWE because we're better to people. And they're not. They're just not. And so that sucks. And I think there's it, way it, more to it than that, though. I, I don't think we've got the whole story yet. Please go on. I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I don't have any sort of insider information, but I mean there's there text my... messages to back some of this stuff up, pal. You did send that. I know. Yeah, I saw that. And before you sent that, my first thought was, well, this is all this is all just, you know, over over exaggerated crazy drama. And then, that. you know, some some Twitter message or some uh some tweets from the past started coming up that uh Louie, I guess, had had put out there that didn't really cast him in the greatest of lights. And so, you know, his accountability kind of started to be questioned a little bit. But like you said, there are texts which kind of corroborate what he said. But I, I, I still like I feel so like maybe I, it could still be explained away a little bit, you know. Maybe. Uh but but this is just the first one. It's been about a year. Um so but what happens when the next one comes up and the next one and the next one, the next, 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 da, 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 da. so this isn't actually the first one. It's so not. I was just you, getting ready to say the same thing. Go, well, good. Go Talk on. No, go on, pal. My only thought was, do you remember when they made a big deal about uh, health insurance, particularly, and they talked about health insurance? Well, we're going to give everybody health insurance. And then it came around that the wrestlers, who were not full-time employees, who were not, like, top guys, didn't get health insurance. So, you know, Jericho got health insurance, and so did Cody, so did the Bucks, so did Kenny Omega. The Elite got insurance because they were uh, VIPs. They were, they you know, they were, they were assistant vice presidents. And so they got health insurance because they were not only performers, but they were back office people. But the rest of the guys, you know, your Joey Janellas, your Jimmy Havocs, your uh, your your trash indie stars, your your Darby Allen, who is just you know, I mean, I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna kill myself. I don't know. Um, those guys didn't get it, and to me, I was like, well, you know, Triple H still wrestles sometimes, and he's got health insurance from the WWE. How is that different? And the answer is, well, it ain't, and. Uh, you know, that that's really where we are with that. And and Cody and Jericho and those guys, they make less than The Undertaker and they make less than Brock Lesnar. And um, so it, it really doesn't matter because it's like, well, we gave our top guys health insurance. They don't make, you know, Undertaker money and they don't make Brock Lesnar money. They don't make Triple H money, although he's got health insurance. So 
it just kind of came out to like where it was like, so it's the same, right? And like uh, that got swept under the rug. It was like, yeah, it's the same because it is. And and it's the same as like, but we let them take indie shows, which just hurts the product. So, Walt, go on. No, but I mean, the first report of bullying, if you remember, was Brandy Rhodes. I forgot about that. They had a they had a female talent. I can't recall her name. Um, that accused Brandy Rhodes of being a bully behind you know uh, behind the curtain. And we're back and, to the roads. I've heard of this. You know, we're so back to the roads. I did, but go on, Walt. No, I. It's just there seems to be you know a little bit of a a little bit of a story growing here that hey maybe a little bit, this a little bit of a culture. Yeah, definitely. Maybe this is. This is one of those things that, hey, you go and you work at AEW, whether you're, you know, one of the boys or you're, you know, a producer or you work for the production company that edits our videos. Um, we're going to treat you like shit because it's all about us as the elite, you know, and we're having a good time playing wrestling promoter. And you're going to kick the ring a little bit. Yeah. You know, and I just don't. At first, I was just like you guys when when this first came across. It's like, oh, this the okay, this isn't real, you know. And then you start really reading into it. There's a lot of examples in Louis Benson's statement here, you know, a lot of examples, and some of them I'm sure are a little blown up and and maybe not what they appear to be, but regardless, there's there's still something there. You know, and, and if the bosses of this outside this outside company that are you know working running production and video editing for AEW are, are saying all this stuff through text messages, I mean that's pretty dumb that you're just going to put all that out there and say, hey, um, you might want to go hang out in this office down the hall because Cody's coming in today. But then how? But then you get the the little bit of shade that's thrown in there when Louis like. Well, you know, my my three or four interactions with Cody were all positive. They were all great. And then, oh, he's high-fiving me. Hey, you're doing a great job, you know, this, that, and the other. And It was know, an and aggressive high-five, though. He did say it was an aggressive high-five. <laughs> but, I mean, he did the he did the, produ- the, the production and the video editing for, for Brandy's YouTube cooking show. But Cody doesn't doesn't want him around i mean there's there's a lot of layers to this story and i don't think that we're we're anywhere near the bottom of what is actually going on with this particular case you know and then uh somebody on twitter said well how do we know that you're you're not just making this up and he's like oh i have text messages okay well that's great you have text messages you posted them you you put everybody on blast that you didn't put on blast in the the original statement that you made but I mean, I could just as easily sit next to my wife and say, hey, I need uh, I need you to have this conversation with me. Can you send me some text messages? And I'm just going to change your name and screenshot them. So where are we at with this? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like in the next coming weeks, this is going to continue to gain a little bit of steam. And this is going to continue to grow. And this is going to continue to, you know, maybe holes are going to get poked in it. Or maybe it's going to gain a little bit more momentum. And maybe we're going to find out that, you know, Cody and the elite and the management of AEW aren't what everybody thinks they are. I think there's more to come. I think that, you know, if this is a a singular event and we never hear about it again, maybe it was nothing. However, I feel like if it comes up again and and again and then again, because I feel like it it, within a year, it's if it happens three times a year consistently, 
and and we'll we'll say we're in this was three times in one year uh and we're now in year two if it happens three times again then there's legitimacy if not if it doesn't happen again next year or in the year uh, maybe this was just a growing pains so i guess we'll see i i don't think growing pains is is what what this is at all it i think that it's just gross mistreatment of people and you're right maybe it's just because mm. you know louis a little little creepy and you know whatever but even if that's the case if you're trying to run a a world-class yeah you business, can't be shitty to like you somebody yeah, you, you can't think be looks shitty weird. to somebody like that because yeah. they look weird there's a level of professionalism that has to take place i'm an oddly shaped boy he was shitty to him though there's nothing yeah. but but he's got text messages regardless from his bosses saying, hey, Cody's going to be here. Re- regardless of how you want to look at it, there's no professionalism here. And if you're trying to set yourself apart from the WWE that's been run by the same guy for the last 952 years since his dad passed away and all these talks and stories about how he's such a terrible human being and you want to be anti-WWE in the the first year and change. We've had three reports where you're treating people shitty and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's ridiculous. And to continue to to sit here and act like, like that's not that that's acceptable on any level, whether it's true or it's untrue. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. If these things are out there, they're probably happening. You know, you, you don't hear about things that aren't really happening. People don't make shit like this up. We can't go on. Probably though, buddy, that doesn't make sense. Uh, it does no way. But none of this, it makes sense. This, this classic, it's, it's classic, like a, a, a disgruntled employee, you know, he he got he didn't get his way. He didn't get his promotion. He didn't get his credits and his productions that he wanted and all this. And now all of a sudden, after a year of working there, you know, he, he went along fine with it before about, you know, if, if it was such a problem for him to not be in the same room, there had to have been some sort of reason for this, that he was going along with it and OK with it. He knew there was something going on. Well, I mean, at, at this point, you he if you read the article, he he's up and left his home. He, he sold his house. He moved to Florida to to be yeah, in yeah. Jacksonville. And now what are you going to do? Like if I would up and move and I would go to try to take a job somewhere somewhere and somebody said, Hey, uh, the boss doesn't like you. You should probably just do your best and, and really just keep your head down and work hard and just uh, let's not make any eye contact or have any extended you know conversations with them. And I moved nine hours away from everything that I've ever known. Yeah. I'm going to be a little bit, I'm going to be a little bit uh, apprehensive to to have those interactions. Yeah, but if and you were I, smart, you're sitting there thinking, oh, well, I'm about to make some money because I work for AEW. And if they treat me like trash, like I'm about to make it out to seem like, then I'm going to get paid just so I'll keep my mouth shut. But but here's the thing. But it's 2020. Okay. These things don't have, shouldn't be happening anymore. There's a certain level of professionalism, whether it's in professional wrestling, um, you know, working in a restaurant, working in a law firm, working in a bank, or if you're a janitor at a high school, you should be treated as a professional, regardless of what it is that you do by people that are supposed to be your superiors. I know that if one of my regional managers comes into my restaurant, he treats me with respect. He doesn't treat me like I'm gum on the bottom of his shoe. So regard, and I don't, there's nobody in, in my in my restaurant that is more important than me. Nobody. 
We're well, all on the same level. No, like trash. But, I'm just dude, saying, we're, we're I, don't, all, I don't believe the guy yet. As a basic human right, we should all have a little bit of respect for one another. And I don't want to sit here and I don't want to hear about this entitlement bullshit either because that's ridiculous. Okay. Nobody's entitled to be anything, treated well, this, that, the other. Okay. But have a basic human interaction. Just so like I, you did, I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I want to mid ground this. I want to mid ground this. Um, so I'm, I'm going to devil's advocate. I'm glad I'm placed in the middle here between you, between you boys here. Um, so as somebody who's hard to be mean to, because I am, I can be a terrible person to be around if you're mean to me. Um, but I can also be the best person to be around if you're being nice. And I will never be the first person to fire the first shot. However, I will fire the last shot and I will bury you. Um, so to me, it's it's there's there's a level. I agree with Walt to the to a degree that there's a level of respect, and but um, in the level of respect that respect is earned. Um, if if it were me, if I were hired by AEW and they were like, "Oh, Cody doesn't like you," and I would be like, what "Do you mean Cody doesn't like me? I'm gonna go talk to Cody. I'm gonna find out if Cody likes me," and I would kick in Cody's door and be like, "Hey, dude, what up?" This dude says you don't like me. I like you. Do we have a problem? And but he, then you would be a creepy guy with whatever. I could whatever, and I would. I, I and then I would become the annoying creepy guy because uh, you got to get away from him. What's he gonna do? Fire me? Punch? Please punch me! Oh my god, punch me! Uh, take it on the chin. I will take your money. I would love a million dollars. I would absolutely take a punch in the face for a million dollars. Good Lord. I've taken punches in the face for way less than for no dollars. No <laughs> dollars. I've taken punches in the face. Please punch my face. I would love a million dollars. Thank you very much. And I will take my copious skills because I can work for a, I can work for something that goes on national television. I have the skills to work for a thing that's on national television. Please, for the love of God, you don't like me. I'm going to get in your face about it. Be like, what is your problem, man? I am a nice guy, and you hired me based on my credentials, which are incredible. What's your problem? Well, you're creepy. Wh what the hell does that even mean? Like, I'm here to do the work. I do good work because you keep giving me work, man. I work real hard. Cut me a break. And if you're still a shit ass to me, like, you know what? I will curse you out and be like, you know what? Q, I'm going back to work. And then when my boss will be like, oh, you should hide from Cody. I'm going to go shake his hand and be like, hey, buddy, how are you? And I will kill him with kindness. And you know what? If he punches me in the face, I'd happily take a million dollars for that. That's a wrestling angle, baby. Um, and truth be told, so I think this guy was a little bit of a cowering pansy. Just a touch, um, but that's just me. But on the other hand, like it clearly seems like he was treated like dirt, and maybe he has anxiety issues that I don't have, and like you know, confidence issues or whatever. But he's clearly skilled enough to work on a national television production, and I, I feel like that. To be fair, their national to be fair, their national television production is very good, and if he's a part of that, and if he's a part of what that puts out, regardless of the talent in the ring, that production level 
is is high class stuff. Like that's that's that competes with WWE. So if he's part of that production class that competes with WWE production class, then he's top tier. And you know what? Those people don't deserve to be treated by tra- like trash. And if Cody is treating him like trash, that's wrong. And he should know enough to know that if he's being treated like trash, he can throw that back in Cody's face and be like, look, I'm a top tier dude and you have a great production and I'm a part of that. So you're either going to treat me well or we have a problem. And if you solve problems by throwing punches, then I'm going to take your money. So you either treat me well or fire me and I'll go find another job at another top tier promotion. Please. And, and you know what? That's 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 just my opinion of it. That's how I would deal with it as as somebody who's dealt with problems like that before. And every time I've dealt with a problem like that before, I've absolutely had them back down and be like, no, 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 no. We need you. You're great. Please. I'm sorry. And then magically you get promoted. So that's really where this is. And that's it's they found a dude who they could bully and then they bullied him. And then he underhanded did it on social media. He underhanded was like, here's what happened on social media after the fact. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. I think we hear, hear more about it. Well, honestly, we'll probably never hear about it again is how it'll go. I'm going to like you guys said, no, you think we will. I, I think that this is just the tip of the iceberg. Like there's no way that's a, uh, the EVP and the face of that company, Cody Rhodes, can stand there and let this guy poke him in the chest. Something's going to have to come of it. Cody is going to have to address this at some point. This cannot go understated. And I'm telling you right now, I already know Cody's going to be like, well, I don't even know who that guy is. Regardless if he knows who he is or not, he may, he may not. I don't know. I'm not there. That company's it's not all, big enough for him not to know. But at the same point in time, it doesn't it's matter. Not. It just all comes back to a the professional courtesy to give somebody that works underneath of you that is busting their ass to make your product successful. I, I just I'm I, this this particular subject hits a nerve with me. Like it, it just if this is going on, fuck AEW. Like take it home, Walt. Uh, I'm uh, we're done. So (laughs) (laughs) cheers, brother guys, Walter, we have not heard the end of this. I'm sorry. And we will talk about it. If we We have seen, I will happily talk about this in the future. Yes. We'll have to keep our eye on it. So with all that, Guys, thanks for missing Survivor Series. Um, it's okay. Yeah, you know it'll be better in replay. I can fast forward through it. Yeah, it'll have the little uh, hash marks through the timeline. It's actually a really nice feature. See, I love that. That's, what I'm talking. that's the power of positivity right there. <laughs> Dare it rocks. <laughs> so, with all of that, obviously. Like always, if you enjoy what we're doing, please hit that like button, subscribe. Um, we really appreciate it. Helps us out. Leave a comment. 
you know, so especially if there's something that you'd like to hear us talk about, we would love to to do that for you guys, our our fans and our listeners. Argue with yeah, us in the comments. Are good. Definitely. I'll argue with you. Yeah, I'll definitely argue in the comments. Uh, you know, Walt would love I'll, it. Uh, I would definitely love it. Um, <laughs> I, I'll get the discussion thread going this week on on the old YouTube channel if you guys want to argue with us about some stuff. So we'll get that rocking and rolling. Follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, gentlemen. Oh, Berta Del Rio over there. We should draw a dick on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe Why do you got to hate Albert the River so bad? Because <laughs> Albert the River. Because he's a dick. Albert the a... River. <laughs> <laughs> we should end on that. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm Walt. He's Derek. He's Tom. <laughs> It's all love. Thanks for hanging out. We'll catch you next week. Peace out, peoples. Later, dudes.